Welcome to the Nerding with Friends podcast. We're here for another Shonen Heat Week. This episode, we're covering Jujutsu Kaisen, Chapter 247, My Hero Academia, Chapter 411, and One Piece, Chapter 1103. Got some big things to talk about here with the fight with Sukuna versus Hikaruma and Itadori continuing. My Hero Academia, we're getting that Deku versus Shigaraki showdown. And then One Piece, we finally ended Kuma's backstory, but now he's shown up to take on Sam Garcia Saturn. So y'all ready? Let's get into it. What's good, y'all? It's your boy, C-Roll Money Money. I'm here with my dog, Codename Comet. And this is the Nerdin' with Friends podcast. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. If you're a long-time listener, welcome back. And we're here today to follow up with our Shonen Heat Week. First one of the new year, 2024. We got a new intro. We changed things up a little bit for the new year, you know. New year, same old us, just a little different flavor. But let's start off our Shonen Heat Week like we usually do. But before that, please, if you're not subscribed, check us out. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and check us out on social media. All links in the description. Spoiler warning in full effect. First up, we got Jujutsu Kaisen, Chapter 247. Whew. So I've noticed something with the way that the anime and the manga kind of release with simultaneously some things align. And what I can say is Sakuna takes great interest in you if he thinks you're strong. We saw it in his battle with um, Jogo in the anime. We saw it at the way he treats Megumi. Like, I'm going to yep. kill every human in Shibuya Except for except for this one man. Uh, we saw it when, yeah, we saw it when he um, fought against Kashimo and Gojo. And now we're seeing it again when he's fighting Hegaruma. Goading him to almost like seeing his potential and wanting yeah. more of him. Like he's trying to bring Higuruma to like his peak before he kills him. Cutting yeah. off his arm like, hey. Heal yourself. Like, come on, man. Let's oh, man. You better than this. this. I know you better than this. You got make something. This come on for me. But on the other hand, Itadori, somebody who I would assume he knows intimately, being, you know, inside the man for so long. And the way he treats him is like, you are, you are nothing. You are, there's nothing special about you. Even though if you've been caught up, you believe that Yuji's body is just like perfect vessel for Sukuna. Like there is something special about him. Codename, what do you think about that? The way Sukuna treats Itadori and how he seems to want to bring out the best in the people he's fighting if he sees potential in them. I think that's what he's doing. I think that's exactly what he's doing. I think the difference between everybody else and Itadori is he actually knows Itadori. I mean, you spend enough time with someone, you see how they operate, you know, and I think one of the things that you said is best is you also see again the way that the anime is mirroring mirroring the manga. You know, in this, I'm I'm a little bit further behind, um, but one of the last scenes that I just saw was the destruction that Sukuna and uh, Maharaga brought to Shibuya. And what does he do right at the end of that? He switches sides. He shows you, hey, you just gonna keep letting this happen, my boy? Like, it, so so it's to me, it's like, he knows and he recognizes, hey, bro, you are the perfect vessel. And at the same time, he recognizes, boy, you're not strong enough for me yet. But you'll get there, maybe. And if you don't get there, let me show you what I'll continue to do over and over and over again. So even him and his little statements is like, you're absolutely worthless to me. 
the difference between him telling Itadori that and anybody else that he's deemed as worthless, I'll go to the two chicks. Uh, what was it? Nah, I can't remember their names right now, but the two chicks that used to follow around with Ghetto. Ghetto, Ghetto's followers. Yep. yep. He saw them as worthless. What did he do to them? He took them out immediately. I think with Itadori, him even just taking the, the chance to hit his side, like it messed up Itadori. But the fact that Itadori could jump back in that fight shows you that it wasn't a kill shot. So my first question when I see that is, why, why wouldn't you just take his head off? And I think it's because this is what he views is probably the ultimate heel for him. But there's no way for him to get there without a little bit of goading, without a little bit of... Uh, liquid courage in the form of bl- the blood that I bring around you. And it's a true bloodbath right now because we're seeing him take out everyone that he cares about. We're seeing, we've seen him bring the amount of destruction and just sidestep him like, boy, you can't do nothing. Get the hell out of my way. It's like he got sunned. And even with the stabbing in the back. I don't particularly believe that Sakuna didn't allow that to happen on purpose. I think at the end of the day, he recognizes Itadori as someone who has the potential to meet him, but he only believes that he has the potential. I don't even think Sukuna knows exactly how he's going to get there. I just think he's I think he's curious enough to see it happen and see it through. And knowing that Itadori is someone who truly cares about the people around him, he's almost trying to go that Goku level, kill Krillin in front of me. I need you to go Super Saiyan because I know you got something in you. Like, like, Kenjaku wouldn't have built you without putting something in you. Where is it? Because until I see it, like you're just nothing but worth worthless to me. And I'm just going to toy with you until we're the last two left. And maybe even then I won't kill you because at this point it's just fun enough to just keep torturing you. So I think that's what he's doing with Itadori right now. And I think, you know, Itadori as the pseudo main character that kind of drops in and out of that main character role, because he's just from the very beginning, he has been behind everyone and even now, it just shows once again, it's like one of the things that you mentioned about Sukuna, he's very big on the people that he fights that he respects. You know, him fighting Higuruma uh, uh, this whole time, he's trying to figure out what he could do with his, with his curse technique. Like he's, he's almost like uh, Julius to that regard. Like he is genuinely interested by it. And I think he's genuinely interested in Itadori, but he also knows that... You're still a piece of the trash until you've proven me otherwise. I think he, it's almost like a little brother at this point. I don't know. It's got to be. It's got to be something deeper than that. Like I, I don't know if he's hitting Yuji to kill him or if Yuji is just that durable. But like he takes a full, you know, not almost like an admiration for other opponents, like just the way he addresses them, you know, like he says the right things. He made a cursed spirit cry with his words. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, like Kashimo, a man that we saw like throughout the entire story was just like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. You get in my way. I'm going to kill you. Like he was at peace. Oh, like even, so bad, are you? <laughs> even, even in this this fight right here, it looks like Higuruma has fallen at Sakuna's hands, and in 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 the act of this, he was able to use reverse curse technique. He was able to grow at least one of his arms back. He was able to get to Sakuna with the executioner's blade, but Sakuna, being the mastermind, he is cutting off his arm before it connects, something we saw, you know, we've seen a lot in in manga and recent stories. This isn't the first time Jujutsu Kaisen did it. Toto did it when he was um, about to get transfigured by Mahito. We see um, Eraserhead do it in My Hero Academia yeah. when he got hit with the quirk racing bullets. Everybody's still in the Piccolo swag, but... I mean, we've seen... Uh, what was it? The third Rakage do it when yeah, you had the, <laughs> everybody. the flames. So, yeah. Uh, you the cut a limb off. 
Yeah, the difference between a lot of those people is that they don't have reverse curse technique to sure. to grow it back. But yeah, as it may, this the way he died in front of Itadori reminded him of Nanami. You know, another character like him and Higuruma both working class people, you know, like they they tell the story of the working class person and the jujutsu world. Nanami is somebody who had been a part of it for a while, left and came back. Higuruma is somebody who had it thrust upon him. And now that we see that they both kind of left in the same way, fully embracing what it means to be a jujutsu sorcerer, you got to think, I I would like for this to be some sort of win for Itadori here. And yeah. that, that he was able to maybe not get the one up on Sukuna, but we got to remember there are other fingers out there. We, do, we don't have the full Sukuna fingers. So m- maybe temporarily, hopefully, please, please let this be Megumi getting his body back. You th- you think so? I mean, at this point, like they need something, and it's it's funny that you mentioned Megumi getting their, his body back because you know as I was reading this chapter, I actually read this chapter twice, and I was reading it, I was thinking about everything that was happening in the Cullen games, and I was even thinking about the fact that they mentioned that their finally has been released, Jujutsu Kaisen. You know, shout out to them, to me being one of the first mangas to get adapted to anime so quickly and to get accepted so quickly. Um, but, you know, with the Cullen games on the way, like it's one of the things that I had to start asking myself, are we seeing the last days of Jujutsu Kaisen? Because if you think about it, if if no one comes back to life, right, if Nobara is dead, if Gojo's dead, Kenjaku just got beheaded. We don't know where that's going to lead to, but if he just got beheaded and he's done, his thing was, you know, someone's going to live on my will and then they transfer to Sukuna. Is this the person to live on that will? You know, you've you've lost Nanami. So you've lost a lot of major characters. Toto has been pretty much rendered, you know, helpless. So like... Useless Miwa became more useless. You know what I'm saying? We're at that point where a lot of the main characters are either gone their stories have pretty much been wrapped up or is we know where they're headed. Is this the end? Cause I don't know if there's a whole lot of other people that's going to be able to jump in and help UG anyway. If we are seeing the end, it only makes sense that it comes down to UG versus Sukuna. Right. And if that be the case, how else would, Yuji be able to gain a sense of strength that he actually has some sense of control over because, you know, when Yuji was eating the fingers before, he had no problem. So, like, at some point in time, it's got to be, it has to come to some sort of a head. And to me, I don't really feel like it's a situation where you need Gojo to come save the day again. That's just, that's what always happens. Nah, I, I hope Gojo's, I, I hope he's dead. He's, yeah, he's I, seen happy at that airport. I thought so, too. He's He's seen for the first time satisfied with something other than just fighting the next strongest person. He seems satisfied that he'd done enough to, as a teacher, which is something that we, you know, I don't think he even expected out of himself. Um, so at this point, it's like, which one of his students is going to step up to the plate? I don't know how long it's going to take you to get back there, but I mean, is it going to be his three musketeers in Yuji, Yuta in a beaten Megumi? Well, um, there's a lot to say um, for just the way how the manga is structured. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised if we flash back over to Hikari and um, um, Arame. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised to see that fight again. <laughs> you know, just fight was happening. Just to leave us on a little cliffhanger. Last time I said that. We got the full Kashimo fight and it was quick. So <laughs> yeah, I don't. You're right. That's a good point. Maybe, you know, but another place we could pick up with, and it might have something to do with this fight, is Ghetto. You mentioned Sukuna being the final villain, and I do see that, but the way how um, Kenjaku 
um, replied to Yuta after he decapitated him when he was like, you know, my will lives on or it will be inherited. Right. We're so not was- entirely sure what that means. You know, I've seen a lot of yeah. theories pop up like Kenjaku is going to end up in Gojo's body. Who knows what could happen if, I don't know, can that little brain teleport and then just go? And I don't know how the curse technique works. You know, do you end up in Yuta's body? Uh, Yuta's be still, hard to, but Yuta's still alive, and I don't. <clears throat> I think I'm pretty sure you have to be dead. Okay, so, so at least there's that. Yeah. So, but also speaking of Kenjaku's will, something we didn't touch on that happened in this chapter yet. After Sakuna thought he discarded Itadori. And when he's fighting Higuruma, we see him get hit with the piercing bloodshot of the the Kamo clan. And he said that it must be the older brother's attack referring to Chozo, who got messed up, I believe, an issue, uh, a chapter or two ago. But I am 99.99%. That was our boy Yuji Itadori firing off that, that piercing bloodshot which he would have inherited from Kenjaku from his Noritoshi Kamo possession in the past. Yeah, and Chozo's been down for a minute, so... Yeah, Chozo might be dead, too. Who knows? But it, I mean, it'd it no difference. But. We're talking about Itadori here and the possibility that like maybe the fact- he will have multiple curse techniques, which would include, you know... His mother's anti-gravity technique, the blood clan. Maybe he has some, well, no, he wouldn't have the curse manipulation, but, you know, some of the other abilities that Kenjaku has collected throughout time. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the direction, it definitely seems as though it's in the direction that he hit him. Right. And then he never really looks at him either. Like, he, I mean, in the time that he kind of turns his face, Higuruma tries to take advantage of it, so... I mean, I think that like that in itself, like, I mean, shout out to the artist, man, because what you're able to do in a matter of panels, uh, it just really translate as an as an animation. And I just think that in itself is just a beautiful, just beautifully done because it opens the door of questions. But at the same time, in the way that he presented it, it just almost shows you what happened. But because we don't know what Yuji is capable of, like, we have no idea that we can't confirm that it's him. So just even seeing like, okay, he's come back. He has new things. Like he has new techniques and stuff like that. We don't completely know what they are. You know, I'm hoping that he has something to his, you know, I mean, this sword is is great now, but he's going to need more. Yeah. Another ability that he might have is Kenjaku's own innate technique to switch bodies with people. You know, there's still no explanation for that panel with, Kuzakabe, you know, seems like where him and Kuzakabe switch places. There's still been no explanation to his red arms mm-hmm. right now and in <clears throat> the fight against Sakuna. So definitely a lot going on here. Uh, Excited to get what? I know I just said, oh, yeah, that is a uh, lot going on. Yeah, a lot going on. Definitely excited to get to the next chapter. You guys think we're gonna pick up with this Zakuna fight? Now that he's been hit with the executioner's blade, are we going to go and see what else is going on in the world of JJK? Let us know. But on to the next manga we're talking about here, and that is My Hero Academia, chapter 411. Man, I did not think we would get to the point where this has happened, but Shigaraki is, as the title states, history's worst villain yes um (laughs) only one day after all for one dies already been replaced i mean i i I gotta think he was already if all all the stuff that happened with all for one had to happen for all for one to get up out of here but all for one being alive at at he was truly at this point already but now that there's no all for one to speak of, we can fully embrace the pure evil that is Tomura Shigaraki. He is, uh, he was able to get 
Danger Sense away from Deku, snatched it out the quirk, and then just the paneling of us seeing um, Shinomori, like, him using the Danger Sense to see what's happening and the, the hand coming from the sky, him pushing everyone away. Yeah, that shit got me terrifying, but later when we see like the throne decaying, and you gotta think, like, you know, these quirk factor people, like they have the memories, they know each other, they formed a bond. Mm-hmm. And they've been connected to Shigaraki's dark quirk space, and they know what has happened to their friend. You know, it's it's some real it's some real spooky some real spooky stuff going on. That man killed a dead man. <laughs> <laughs> like that. But he's not dead. He's just taken. You know, he's yeah. Cause now he's over there in Shigaraki's world. All right, he didn't even get to chill over with, with Hawks. He he in the dark. He in the dark. To- <laughs> yeah, he put him in the shadow realm. That's what I say. He is the essence of the shadow realm right now. And then and- looked at his hand like, oh. That's why you get that's why it's been working against you. Like this man is a villain villain. He, he got the quirk factors shook. Right. <laughs> that's how you know it's bad. They are shook. And Deku himself, like that was a big quirk for him, being able to know God, that God. that dates back to their first fight in the war art. Mm-hmm. Like when it was activated, he didn't even know. Right. That's a good point. And That's now that he's gotten this control over it, and we know this was Horikoshi's a big Spider-Man fan. You're gonna have to show the people that painting you got in the background, but uh, yeah, I was like, snap that whole snap that shout out to the person that did this. I'm not sure who it is. I'm not gonna lie to you. Whoever you are, yeah, you, you did some to, amazing shit. Yeah, you're gonna have to take a picture. You know, we don't do video like that. Oh yet. yeah, I know. I'm gonna go I'm just gonna take a picture and post it on the on the Grizzaram. Yeah, yeah, you do that. Y'all go follow us on social media to see this picture. Uh, as I break that bit. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, Boy done lost his second, his mother Spidey sense, dog. He can't losing, see nothing no more. Losing that just makes Shigaraki that much more dangerous. And now Deku has lost more than that advantage because Shigaraki is immediately using it against him. Oh, and... <laughs> Boy, I'd spam that mofo. <laughs> yeah, I'd be all, bro. Especially if I'd known you've been using this against me this entire time. Yeah, it's a wrap for you, Jack. Like, I have to. I have to do everything I can to get you out of here. My problem with all of this, though, man, it's not going to... It's. It, he just seems a bit overpowered at this point. To me, yeah. Deku is going to have to really bring something out of his butt to, to win this fight because... I'm usually the positive one here, but it just kind of feels like all is lost, man. Hey, you sound just like Ian because he is shook. Boy, I he mean, is shook. <laughs> I mean, the I, way he's talking, like, hey, he was keeping us safe with that thing, and it could be over <laughs> any. Like, bro, you got to get a grip. <laughs> hey, like you said, he got he got them scared out here, bro. Like, bro, you're not even real. Really what scared, you me? You aren't like, even real, bro. Like, <laughs> get a hold of yourself. <laughs> All right, yes, you've been dead for hundreds, and almost two hundred years, and you scared. Bro, he is, he is reminded what fear is like. This is the essence of true terror, and I mean, this is what he wanted. I, my hero, shout out to my hero for being the show where everybody gets to get their dreams, you know, you know, or got get their dreams brought to life because everything that Shomura Tomura Shigaraki has ever wanted is this. He wanted to be bigger than the Demon King. He wanted to be the the, the decay that the world faces. And he's done that in epic fashion. And now he's at the point where he's he's starting to be able to take away the one thing that he's wanted most of all, which is one for all. And he didn't even know he wanted it. You he's know, just recently to be like, all right, man. Season one episode, All Might, is one of my favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the one where All Might beats the Nomu, knocks it out of the thing. Yeah. You know, Perfect Slaps use of um, <laughs> Slaps uh, Tomer in the face <laughs> yeah. yeah Yeah man Like That was The first encounter For Deku 
and Sugar Rocky and just looking at how far they've come. Like, I think Sugar Rocky has had way more development than Deku. Just like his whole, like, the video game stick where he was all like, oh, new player, and this is the big boss, and Mm -hmm. you're cheating, all this stuff. Like, he's grown up (laughs) so much. And, like, this this is a man on a mission. Like, before, he even All Might said, is like, you're just doing this for fun. Don't don't try to act like there's some grand reason behind all this. And Shigaraki was like, you're right. And he has fully <laughs> embraced <laughs> that. He is he is chaos incarnate right now. What what were you saying you were gonna ask? Like I like of the from the upgrades from the character development to the you know everything like I was going to ask, like, who do you feel like got the better upgrade or who got the better development? I would absolutely agree with you when you say yeah. that Shigaraki. Shigaraki has come such a long way. I didn't even think about it to the, you know, to the fact that, you know, he's come from that video game, you know, kind of shtick. And what I like about it is he's come from the video game to being the big villain at itself. Like, he's now the big boss, big boss. But you also saw the process of him going through not only just being the guy that's watching everybody do things then he became the guy who was trying to put together a group then he became the mastermind then he became the person who had to do it himself like when in the my villain arc and now he's just terror like he's everything and more and this the way that you see him develop as a villain to be you know from this kid and when we met him he was 15 like he was a, a jit like Thank you. 15, maybe a 16, little, yeah, yeah. 15, 16. He's like a little bit older than Deku now, or Deku. It's always been like maybe like a year or two. But his development as a person only over the, you know, the span of about three years is just, you would think that in throughout all of this, you would dislike him. I don't dislike Shigaraki, to be completely honest. I hate it. I don't like All for One because you see everything that All for One does. But when you look at Shigaraki, you still, to some extent, like, call me weird, but I do kind of see what Deku sees in a bit. It's like, this, you're worse. You got to make your changes. I don't see the, 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 I see where it started. And I can, I can accept that, damn, you had a terrible start. But at the end of the day, you didn't have to be this. But I don't necessarily dislike him as a character because of it because it all makes sense too there was never a point where he i i was talking to a friend of mine about a person yesterday who was very much like this a lot of things that have happened in in their lives that wasn't their fault at all but the only thing that would have been different is the way that they might have you know changed their perspective to it but in his particular case the only person who ever really looked after him was the person who was the worst of all so you can kind of understand where he's coming from. If you're getting all of this, this deceit and neglect and just straight pain from home, the one person you had that kind of was messing with you was your sister. And the minute that she get a chance to like protect you for you to see that someone's looking after you, that doesn't hate you or resent you or anything like that. Then she turns on them. And even if she came back to apologize, it was already too late at that point. So it's just like, I can understand how you might've got to this despite me not agree with it, I get it. So I don't hate him for becoming this. It makes sense how he became this. But now I'm just like, damn, we needed somebody else to get to this stage too. <laughs> Deku does not like this. Deku did not get, Deku did not in, in, he became better than All Might, but he didn't become like ex- exponentially better than All Might. This is way worse than awful one. And he's only really been doing this for a couple of days. He's only been like this for a couple of days of having full strength. And this is the beginning of it, you know? Well, I, I will say one thing about Deku is that he's staying on business. He said that he sees, I, I still see you as that little crying boy. And Shigrog is like, he's like, hey, that ain't me. <laughs> that is that is not what I'm on right now. I like to fight. I like to kill. Deck was like, "No, nah, you still that little boy." Like, "Hey, I hope I hope this Naruto S storyline falls out. Deku finds out he had a quirk all along and it's talk no jutsu. Maybe 
maybe that's the real the real all for one is the friends we met along the way. You're right. The the real one for all is the friends, <laughs> is the friends we meet along, along the way. Um, but just another parallel between all for one and Shigaraki. You know, you kind of mentioned the upbringing before that. I will say, like you know, Shigaraki saw the world like a video game, very mm-hmm. modern, as opposed to you know, all for one, who saw it as a manga or a comic book. And that's kind of like the two gimmicks they both had. And All for One had that demon lord gimmick. Yeah. And he kept it to his dying breath. Whereas Shigaraki is like, no more games. <laughs> like, <laughs> this, this game is, shit is done. <laughs> it's real. We in the streets now. <laughs> All for One also didn't have the best upbringing, but you could see that his morals were already vastly different than um, Tanko Shimura's or even his younger brother, Yuichi, his younger twin brother, Yuichi. Quick question. Do you think that's what made the difference? Because with Tenko or even with Tomura, he actually cared about people like he did. He wasn't using anybody in the League of Villains. Those were his legitimate friends. He cared about them. You fuck with them. He was going to off you. That's not all for one. So him even having that bond with anyone, you know, having that connection to you. Do you feel like that actually up, you know, made his development better? Because having something to protect will often lead you to become better than what you are. I will say Tenko wanting to be a hero and then finding friends within the League of Villains, he is different than an awful one who only makes his connections to use people. You got to remember when um, the overhaul art, when Magna got, you know, when Magna got offed, like their whole like they they were like we are going to get revenge for magna you remember how it destroyed twice inside shigaraki has never like shown any type of hatred or malice toward twice again this is somebody else one of his friends he is doing this for yeah even though you know Twice was a big reason that the heroes had the 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 up on the villains for for so long. Even in this, he says that he's going to make the world a wasteland like Spinner wanted. Is that right? He's doing this for his friends. It's like it's almost like yeah, I see the world as all of y'all are against us hero or villain and we will take you out if you stand in our way we are creating the world that we have dreamt of and we will see it through if it gotta be me to see it through then let me at least die knowing that I created the world that my friends wanted but to counter all that and it hero hasn't or the villains. <laughs> it hasn't been confirmed and I don't know if it ever will be confirmed at this point but there's reason to speculate that Shigaraki was given his quirk by all for one. You know, that's quite possibly where it came from. Maybe he had a whole nother quirk. And with, you know, maybe that quirk was closer to what his, his grandma had, you know? So it's possible that all for one set all this in motion. And if he hadn't, Tinko could have grown up to be a hero in some way, shape, or form. And maybe he could have saved Spinner. Maybe he could have saved um, Magna. Maybe he could have saved her twice. Maybe he could have been a better hero than even Deku. Possibly. And just the way this story is going, he's already taken one court. The vestiges are spooked. Deku's um, gear shift is running out of time. It's not looking good for Deku to win this fight. His mask is broken, and the the second user tries to make it a point of how far Deku has come. And I feel like he's only doing that. And, well, I wouldn't say only, but I feel like he might be doing that for two reasons. One, 
trying to encourage Deku to like, hey, you've come just as far as he's come, knowing that ain't the truth. Mm. And two, he's like, man, you come a long way, but we about to die. Like, yeah. look, <laughs> I think there's a third reason too, but I think the third reason is more for us to let us know, hey, Deku has a time limit, and that limit is probably within the seconds. Well, I like, meant for the mass, not the... Oh, the, yeah, I forgot. That yeah. was one of the things that was actually helping him. Yeah. Was, he's, he got everything about to just go off right now. <laughs> he got his time, Deku. Yeah. And that's that's why I always go back to, like, what is supposed to happen? Like, there is there is no Broly <laughs> show. Like, Deku is that. Like, Deku is the strongest hero that we have right now. The only other thing that they could have made use of is a, a certain character that got offed after three episodes. You know, shout out to Stars and Stripes. <laughs> could have really used her right now. Yeah, you know, and uh, Bonjo, I think that's his name, the, the, Black, Uber, whip. the Black Whip, yeah. He says it like the thing they need to counter is the regeneration. That is going to be the biggest, the biggest problem. You know, he's shown that with all the combinations, he's able to inflict some type of damage upon him, but it's not going to do anything if he doesn't get better. But (laughs) at this point, even with, all the power-ups, Deku is still not using a hundred percent of one for all. And That's they funny. I forget that every time. They they made it a he's point to 40. I think he's up to 60 at this point. I think maybe 45, 60, something like, like that. Naturally, it's now is this like 60 naturally? This is 60 with his boost and all of that. 60 naturally, because he does a full okay. 100. He's able to do a full 100 percent Okay. Okay. So it's still is it's a full one hundred. It's a hundred percent obtained because of using other quirks, right? right. But it's still not a hundred percent of one for all. And they mentioned that even though the quirk factor of the danger sense is gone, it doesn't make the actual stockpile strength any less. So they so what if it comes down to the point where that's all he has left is just the stockpile. Then he would be, then he would essentially be a weaker version of All Might. He better go ahead and give up that float and hope his gra- hope Granny <laughs> <laughs> could get some top, no juicy off shit. Better just say, hey, bro, just go ahead and slap my hair real quick. Your grandma want to talk to you. She just want to holler at you real quick. So I'm wondering, like, does that like, can you steal the all? You can't really steal the All Might vestige, then, right? No. So he'll. He'll be there with him no matter what. He's gonna have that. Have <laughs> shit else. <laughs> have, some, have some company. <laughs> right. <got> shit else. <laughs> but yeah, like if he's not able to use the full 100%, like that makes me think like there's not going to be like a, um, a, a battle to end this, you know? Because uh, unless he's about to go bone breaker again, like this. And that, and that's another thing. It's like there's not enough ways for Deku to. Well, I'm not gonna say not enough ways. The ways that would make sense for Deku to be able to heal at this particular spot, you, you better not bring Aerie in this, unless you shoot this man with a. You can't shoot him with a quirk eraser bullet unless you made a some sort of a healing F element to it. A timer it, or something. You know what I'm saying? There's there's just not enough. I mean, you got people that can these things but because you have created no amount of like information towards that even being a possibility of a thing it's like anything would be an ass pool excuse my language uh i think that's the first cuss word we use today I, it is i try i tried not to say it but i was like i can't say it i don't know what else to say <laughs> i'll use the dolphin noise we trying to but, be better for the new year man hey, hey shout out to us because <laughs> i definitely have caught myself quite a few times but yeah i feel like at that point you just be kind of pulling it out of your butt it's like that did not exist. So, I mean, and we're talking about everything that they're that you know they're doing in regards to their fight. We haven't even mentioned the fact that Shigaraki has a plan once again. He ain't just no moron. He is literally trying to blow up Mount Fuji, knowing that that's going to affect Japan. He ain't even got to do all the decay. He could let the lava do all the spraying. Like <laughs> Man, he could just stay there and he was gonna you know get healed. Saying? Just sit he there just gonna chill. get healed. <laughs> just sit there, and look at his work, like man, proud dad mode. <laughs> Look at that. Look at me <laughs> talking yeah. to himself in, inside. Look at us. 
<laughs> and honestly, like I feel like Deku without Danger Sense, like it makes it even cheaper. Like I want, I, I don't want that to be the only quirk missing now. I oh, kind of yeah, want it to be where it's like, yeah, just I take them all, take yeah, all of take, them, leave them with all my, like you said, leave them with the super strength. That'll be it. Because that yeah. might that might be a good way to reset the quirk. I did not think about that. That is a great idea. It's, and that might actually extend his life. I mean, if you work on it, if you just now like this is just a stockpiling quirk, don't give this to nobody with a quirk. <laughs> they will just give be, it to your kids. <laughs> they will be fine. As, yeah. you, as long as you do not have a quirk, you will be fine. Hey, and you could you could start a whole hero agency based on that. It's like the the Avatar cycle, you know, when Korra broke it, you know, it's just to start it all over. They'll have All Might. All Might's gonna be the one that's gonna have all the information. He was able. He was in there with the other vestiges. I'm sure he picked up on some stuff. And you got the suit. You put you put the 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 sidekick in the suit until the hero is ready to change the change it over and then you pass the suit down you got a hero and a sidekick right there you can get shields in the building boy we good yeah, i like yeah. that idea uh, yeah, man, yeah. you gotta survive deku <laughs> yeah what do y'all think about that idea do you think that the all for one i mean do you think that one for all is going to get purged of all the all the course except the power up let us know what you think but now it's time to get into the last of the heat week and the most emotional One Piece chapter 1103. I'm not going to lie to you. Read this again and I teared up a bit. Um, I did. We finally got the end of the Kuma flashback. We got Bonnie talking to Vegapunk, giving her the, the gem. And just seeing how everything went down it's now clear that the flashback we saw we were we were along for the ride with bonnie we were her perspective seeing all this happen and now we're seeing her come out of those memories vegapunk comforting her that's how when we saw her you know prior to these prior to the flashback she she seemed happier she had no idea that Saturn was going to show up and it was the one, you know, like we see right before it flashes back to the present. Vegapunk was, again, profusely apologizing because something that we have failed to essentially mention if the, the memories were all that was left of Kuma and Bonnie touched the memories and the bubble is gone. Like that is effectively the end of Kuma. So we say this and, you know, Vegapunk's like, I'm sorry. And it's, like, she's, it's not your fault. Like everything that has happened to her entire family falls upon St. Garcia Saturn. And the crazier thing is it's been stated that Oda originally intended for One Piece, I think to be about five years and it was going to be Luffy against the Yonko. So the worst generation and the seven warlords weren't in his initial story. And now we've gotten this flashback that ties warlord Kuma with worst generation member Bonnie into the final enemies of the story. That's some great improv work from Oda. Now, you said a couple of things that I, I, I do want to chime in on, but I just this is a very touching chapter. And who would have thought the egghead arc have some of the most like heart wrenching moments in the entire you know season? And it actually be something that's tied to a parent and his daughter, you know, a, a father and a daughter, because one thing that we've been shown time and time again is that the blood of the coven is thicker than the water of the womb when it comes to one piece. Exactly. I, I, that's the best way to say it, because we've seen it time and time again. And I don't know if we've seen a better father than Kuma. And I mean, I damn near call him a stepfather or uncle to Luffy, too, because he's been looking out. And uh, it's just. 
you 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 read this chapter you see everything that's happened and then you feel for like just their whole family because Mm -hmm. they didn't deserve this man one man did all this we get to that flashback and we see when bonnie tries to attack him and she mentions that it's getting weaker and he 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 picks up that she hasn't noticed that Luffy is Nika from his yeah. from his form. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he realizes that, he goes and explains the power to her, saying that she got the power from them doing experiments on a baby, trying to give a baby that can't eat devil fruit powers and extracting the, the fruit power and giving it to her and telling her that the the less the more she knows about the real world and reality the less powerful the fruit is like right trying to break break her will and then you go in to talk about the experiments he did on her mother the eighth wife to some fella like that's the way he's just disregarded her mother you oh, yeah, oh yeah. she was the eighth wife to some guy some old dude. I don't know who that was. Ran experiments. That that's essentially her quote unquote parents. You know, Kuma's the yeah. real daddy, but uh, some guy. Yeah, that's your dad. Some guy, and <laughs> that's your that's your dad. And he let me do all this weird <laughs> to your, his wife, your mom, and those pesky blue scales started coming up. And it's like, what? Like, remember, Bonnie is twelve years old, hearing all this stuff. And mind you, his he knows fault. this. It's not it, news that of her age. So he's just talking to this kid like, hey, bro, your mama wasn't nothing. Your daddy ain't nothing. I know he ain't ever come back. I'm a, I should have killed you a long time ago because you ain't nothing. It's like, bro, you ain't got to be like this, G. <laughs> you already got it in your hand. Like, shout out to Vegapunk. He, because he, know, he knows at this point they want him dead. Yeah. And they can kill. He can't move at any point. He can't die. He just like yo, like this is. He talking his stuff to the to the to a Gorosei member. Like shout out to him. It ain't like the brain brain fruit make him any stronger. So so good for him for for standing up for her. Like Bonnie really tried to paint him out as a bad guy, and it was a while before people really knew like the the whole Kuma thing and making the weapons. Yeah. For the for the Marines, the Pastafistas, the Seraphim, we really questioned Vegapunk, but now I think this really shows he, at his core, is a genuinely good person. And of the doctors, like all of the the three major doctors, Vegapunk, Hawkbat, um, Caesar, he's the only one that's actually benevolent. Yeah, he got uh, Vinsmoke. Vince Smoke, all of them, just like he's the only Queen. one. That, right, there's five major, like all these, what, that's six of them, just all of them doing dirt stuff just for their own benefit. He's the only one who probably in the position to take the most advantage and make things worse. He's always looked out. He's yeah. always been doing something that helps everyone else as most as possible. Like, will he follow in line? Absolutely. Yeah. But he needed funding. Then, he needed, say, he needed funding. <laughs> and even then, he still does certain things that it's like, I'm smart enough where I can get around this and make this work for not killing everybody without having to kill myself in the process. I still find it hard to believe that those pacifistas don't have something in, inside of them that is not Seraphim or pacifistas? Both of them. Mm. Both of them. If he got the seraphim, then he definitely got the pacifistas. Hey. Speaking of Kuma, man, when all this is going down and we see the way Saturn is attacking this little girl, breaking her will down to the point where a 12-year-old girl wants to unalive herself, she a 12-year-old thinks it would be easier if she was just gone after all the stuff this big bad man says to her. Right. Terrible ass. Father of the year, Kuma, pull up, run through these Marines... And we see him use what I assume is the Ursa shot right before yeah. Saturn gives his blow, shows up, takes the attack to the back, grabs him, cocks back right in front of his hero, Nika, right in front of his daughter. Hey, code name. Is this p- 
punch connecting. It looks like it's some hockey on that thing. I can't tell if it's just conquerors. I, I mean, I can't tell if it's just um, armament. I don't know if he got some conquerors on that thing. But is it connecting? Man, unfortunately, it may connect, but it's not going to do much. It's not going to do enough to matter. And the reason it's not going to do enough to matter is because it's a question that I really have to ask you because I feel like it was right under our noses. It was right in our face. And there's a person out here who we've talked about several times. He's never been really a bad guy. He's been the person who just feels like they just got to get the job done because somebody's got to get the job done. I know who you talking about. Poor Salino helped somebody get Luffy that food. He's Mm -hmm. the only person who probably could have at that point. And if you look at what his his if you I'm looking at the chapter right now, as all of these things are going on, he sees that the people he cares about are all in trouble. Vegapunk, mm-hmm. Bonnie, Santamaru. He knows he can't help, but he knows someone who can. And he knows that even if he does he just did, a little bit. He did the Nika dance. He did the Nika dance. He believes he, in Nika. He probably he put it together. When bro. Bonnie said Nika. He knew he, it was. he put yeah. it together. And and if some if he's someone who also believes and he sees, oh, I fought him now. Oh, he beat me. And no one's ever beat me before. Hmm. Maybe if I help, maybe gotta, he's gonna get there. We gotta remember, you know, I don't know if Luffy has like a Zenkai boost and he gets stronger after every fight, but for what it's worth. That boy part saying. Kizaru asked Akainu, do you want me to go to Wano? Knowing Big Mom and Kaido were there. Right. That's all I'm saying. So, I mean, he's he's proven himself time and time again. So if anything, we've at least shown, even if Luffy is on, this, on par with Kizaru, he respects him at... He, potentially respects him as somebody that's a little different. And the fact that he knows of Nika and possibly believes in Nika, like I said, Kizaru is somebody who just gets the job done to get this money. Yeah. He ain't necessarily ever been a bad guy. He's always showed up just to just to do the job. And there's been some instances where he puts himself in a position to take somebody out. But, you know, sometimes you just got to do the job. There are people that, are that do that. So to go back to what you're saying, no, he's not. No, his his this this whether it connects or not is just not going to matter. I think. Listen, what we're seeing is Saba Odi the second, and I think listen. the difference is instead of Kuma, it's Kizaru that gets them out. Listen, you have to realize this man Saturn has been a thorn in Kuma's side since he was a boy. Yeah, this is deeper than rap. This. This punch doesn't have to kill him. Nah, he just bounced his head off the ground, though. It it doesn't have to be the end of him as a threat. But it's got to do something. You in you in front of your daughter. You got to do. You got to do. You know what? On that. On that. Yeah. He has. He has to. It has to do something. I understand that. Luffy has to beat him. Luffy has to beat him. Uh, this needs to be like heavenly impact straight to your face. But for all, the, for everything that just Kuma <laughs> represents. Hey, on my bubble. <laughs> on my hood. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, that's how it is for real. Like, <laughs> Kuma let, let, deserves that punch. <laughs> this is a, a buccaneer fighting a Gorosei, a celestial, one of the higher-ups. This man hunted him for fun. Hunted him, his future wife and best friend, hunted them for fun. They took his woman away, gave his daughter a deadly disease, took his memories, took him away from her. It's It's not going to be, it's not going to be him to beat him. It don't need to be. But looking at these panels they have, Sentamaru, Kizaru, Bonnie, Kuma, Vegapunk, they all know about Nika. When Luffy gets up, 
And you got to think, we know how Luffy gets when he knows about somebody's backstory, too. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to know, but there's enough to know that this is not going to go good for Saturn. Because de- you got to remember, Bonnie will be in her 12-year-old form, screaming things about Kuma's her dad, probably recanting all the flashbacks. Luffy's Luffy's going to hear this. He going to slowly get up. Hey. <laughs> but going to rise up like the Undertaker. Vegapunk, he's got stuff to say. You're going to see the whole straw hat start walking towards him, bro. And you got to remember. They, they don't play that shit. They know. They know that Kuma protected their ship. Frankie told them the story. And you know Luffy is always one to pay back a favor. And it's it's the utmost egregious ways. You fed me, I'm going to go save your entire kingdom. (laughs) We've never seen them all. We've never seen them all fight together. Not since Oars. All who? The Straw Hats. We haven't seen the full Straw Hats fight one person since Oars. You got to remember there are other people occupied. Well, I don't think everybody's gonna make it here, but even then, you didn't. I don't think you were missing maybe like one or two. But no, nah, because I believe Nico Robin is taken out right now. Yeah, we. That's, uh, I can't that she's yeah. San, Zoro, Sanji Zoro's still fighting. Uh, Zoro's still fighting Rob Lucci. You need to go ahead and do away with that dumbass. Uh, I forgot what Frankie was doing, but yeah, Frankie's Frankie there with was, them. Frankie's going towards the ship. Yeah, that's right. So. That's right. Yeah, yeah but ha- I mean, even with the, what they have here, like you got about enough. You got well, so, it, you got four members of your or three members out of your your big three or your big four. I don't know. I feel like they should leave Saturn to Luffy and Kuma, and everybody else should get out the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh yeah, you know what? That does make sense because. Kuma can get Luffy back to the ship with the pawpaw fruit when necessary. You get everybody away first. I mean, Luffy, Luffy is God. Luffy, Luffy, <laughs> Luffy gonna be okay. I am a God. <laughs> Luffy is gonna be okay. Luffy got fourteen kookaroos. How many kookaroos you own? <laughs> stupid. <laughs> But golly, that's funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. But yeah, man, I, I, this is this. There's no way that this one could go well for Saturn, just because of what we know of this situation is supposed to change up something. The only way for a real change to happen is you need to lose somebody in that girl say. But my question to you: Do you think someone would take his place if he was to go down? What? You feel like they had in that the, kind of a in like the girl like say? They, yeah, you feel like they got a change in the guard type of situation? Nah. You think that's just that just puts them on their toes a little bit? He's like, oh, y'all, y'all got somebody taking us out now. We're not even supposed to be known about. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of where I stand with it. And I don't know if... I see a lot of people are going with the Kuma self-destruct theory. Mm, maybe. And uh, I could definitely see it. It makes sense. I mean, you, he does have to go... He needs to go out the right way. Yeah. And... I feel like if he goes out taking out Saturn, that's that's good enough for me. Well, you need to destroy Egghead. Yeah, it, yeah, Egghead, yeah. That's what needs to go. Egghead as a whole has to go because it has one too much that Vegapunk has done that he can't hide. At some it, point in time, that robot's gonna pop up. Yeah, I was just about to mention the robot. The robot and Kuma might might start giving them the ones and twos. You know what you I mean? know, like, it's a, <laughs> It's a lot that can happen. It's a lot that can happen here. And um, Sorry, do you I think want... Bonnie's going to join the Straw Hats? I think it's the safest place for her, and I don't even know where her crew is. Yeah, that ain't. I don't think that's the safest place for her. Not necessarily the safest place for her, but I mean, nah, nah, I still agree. That's probably it's the safest place in terms of being right. with someone who could you could be protected right. by. Riding around with a Yonko <laughs> that's I mean, wanted by the government ain't the safest place to be in the world. Elbath. Elbath is probably Elbath is probably better. I mean, but even if they just take her to Elbath and drop her off at Elbath, that's better than what she's got now. 
Yeah, El Bath or the Moon. They gotta go yeah. one of them places. But nah, I but, think she stays with Vegapunk. You you think Vegapunk gonna join the Straw Hats? No, I think I think they both get go to El Bath and she stays with Vegapunk. I think one of Vegapunk's. I think uh, I still hold firm that um, number two is gonna be the one that joins them. Lilith, Lilith is gonna be the one that joins them. I like but, I, I like the idea of Bonnie joining as an apprentice. I like that too, but I just find it hard to. I mean, I just I would prefer her to stay with Luffy because of you. You know me. I like I like the idea of the different adventures that you could have with Bonnie and Chopper. I like the Bonnie joining the the four goofy the four goofies. Um, just you know, her having some sort of a connection to like a Robin or a Nami who's always been great with children. Nami is. Nami is Nami is great with children. She was great Nami with Momonosuke. She was great with them giant babies. Yeah, Nami is amazing with children. And I don't think, as far as we've seen, you know, Bonnie has had grandmother, grandfather figures. She's had a father figure. She's never really experienced a mother. And I'm not saying Nami's a mother, but even having someone who understands the motherly qualities of her, what she learned from her mom, which was a great mom, I don't see I don't, Nami would be a great mom regardless. I just yeah, yeah. feel like yeah. get that big sis stuff going on. Yeah, you know, she needs a big sister in her life. Like or she needs a I don't I won't say she needs a connection to a woman, but I think it would help her in her life cuz she hasn't really had it outside of uh Connie. Well, I I think that her being the apprentice on the Straw Hats crew does a lot to make parallels for um the Straw Hats and the Roger pirates you know because you'll have the captain who's a member of the d clan with an apprentice that's celestial dragon Mm -hmm. and maybe that that even leaves space for um momonosuke and yamato to eventually join you get your you get your people from wano whenever they're ready momonosuke can't leave He's the he's yeah. the shogun, and Yamato yeah. she can't leave. She's a protector. She protect <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's hey man. It's they, need, okay. they, need new, they need new members, man. They should have brought on Carrot. Carrot got responsibilities now. You know what I'll say? Despite whether they join the crew or not, all we we absolutely know that when the time comes, we gonna see ships from all over, and that's what matters the most. You know, when when it's time to wave them flags and it's Luffy versus the government or Luffy, probably Luffy versus the government, we know who's going to be in that. Who's going to be there? We're going to be looking for that big old elephant. Other than that, though, man, I think I'm kind of sad to see the end of what I didn't expect to be such a like a great arc. Um, And it just feels like the last days of Kuma too, which I'm not necessarily, you know, looking forward to. Yeah, man. I mean, who knows how much longer this particular arc is going to go on for. I thought that it was definitely going to be a lot shorter after as long as Wano was, I thought this was going to be like a quick stop and go type thing you know like for god's sakes rob lucci was the villain <laughs> I was like, oh. he's still here <laughs> i was like okay this is this will be a quick little arc but right everything that's transpired here from you know garp and blackbeard shanks the flashbacks we've seen it's some pokey pirates it's been a a heck of an art. I can't think of an art like this in one piece that covered so much that didn't have to actually do with the main yeah. the main subject, you know? Yeah, this is probably one of the first times that we got like so much of a taste in the outside world at the same time that something was happening. We usually get it in the interim between arcs. It doesn't typically start like we don't typically start somewhere, take a step away, keep coming back and forth as we're seeing everything that's happening. We usually get it in those little uh, chapters that are just about what's happening in the news. Yeah. When Morgan, when big big news, Morgan is doing his thing. Yeah. Yeah, but another great chapter, you know. 
things. We should start getting some spoilers here soon. But I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what's going to happen next. So what did y'all think about all these chapters? I think it was another great week. We got them a little bit early. I believe that this is the week that they're getting them over in Japan. So we should be back to our regularly scheduled manga. More heat weeks on the way. And until next time, it's been me, Zero Money Money. So what did y'all think about these chapters? Be sure to let us know. And until next time, keep nerding, friends. Peace. Peace.